Hey, you ready for a hacker story? Well, I don't have one for you today. This is not a hacker story. In fact, this is not even a tech story. The thing is, when I'm making this podcast, I'm diving down in a million of rabbit holes. Completely unsure. In this episode, it's just me going to different rabbit holes. And you can come along if you want to. But I have to warn you. This episode, I'm going into areas and knowledge I literally knew nothing about. So I'm certain and I'm very keen to dive into all this new stuff which I found out along the way, double check what I read and learn for what comes along the way. But I'm not sure if I'm in my lane. So please don't take my word for it here. So even though this isn't a tech-focused hacker story that you might expect and wanted it to be, this is a story about how the US military hacks people's hearts and brains. So the other day I went to Wiesbaden Air Base to do some airplane spotting. Wiesbaden is known for its top secret spy planes and its secret movements, black op missions and reconnaissance flights. A bit like Area 51, but then in Europe. So the journey took about six hours from Amsterdam and at arrival I was just in time to see some Blackhawks getting airborne for a recon missions. After takeoff, I noticed a guy outside the fence observing me. But soon I noticed he was a spotter too. I mean, camera, ladder, radio scanner, what else could it be? As I approached him, we started chatting to each other. And for privacy purposes, let's call him Henry for now. Even though this is not his real name. So I asked Henry about the base, the movements, and after a while, soldier engineering, I asked what he was doing for a living. And Henry replied, I'm a PSYOPs engineer in the US military. And I was like, what the heck is that? PSYOPs? P-S-Y? PSYOPs. PSYOPs stands for Psychological Operations. Well, that's a term I honestly never heard before. But I was immediately interested and eager to learn more. So, PSYOPs. The first thing that comes in my mind, I mean, PSYOPs, what is that doing in the US military? And second, what the heck is PSYOP? Well, Henry was more interested in my camera gear, but I was too eager to learn more about this PSY thingy. So we started talking about both topics, um, we exchanged contact details and just before recording this podcast, I found him up to see if he was interested in sharing his adventures. Turns out to be, Henry here was active in the US Army, but is now a reservist based at Wiesbaden. Uh, I did intelligence support uh, and uh, currently I'm in psychological operations. Okay, so what is PSYOPs? Psychological operations is a skill set which, which is used uh, to persuade, change, and influence the behavior of the target audience. To persuade, change, and influence the behavior of a target audience. Hmm. To persuade, change, and influence the behavior of a target audience. Huh. That could be uh, with your adversary or with your friendly population. Uh, the... The main thing that PSYOP does not do is PSYOP, uh, perform PSYOP on, on the uh, American public. Okay, slow down. 
This is a lot to take in already. You telling me that there is an active unit in the army that its sole mission to get the adversary to change the behavior. I mean, why? Why would we need people to do this? How do you become a battlefield multiplier um, without using weapons? You use psychological operations. So there's different there's different tiers of, of psyop. There's face-to-face communication. There's uh, multimedia broadcasting. There's uh, leaflet drops. There's uh, various means that are non-lethal to to get people to make a decision. Um, because some people are in some case in many cases way of defeating an enemy is by having the the friendly population shift their perspective or, or be empowered by by this this type of, of, of encouragement, right? Some, you know, not everybody, when you're talking to someone, you can say, well, you need, you need to go to point A, you can go to point A to point B, or, you know, give them a, a linear answer, or you can, you can move around it. So everybody has to be communicated to differently. So what I'm getting at is the most important thing is understanding, if you understand your target audience, you can better persuade, change, and influence their behavior, uh, which is favorable towards uh, the the United States and, and our uh, whatever our, our end state intended. Okay, so hold on. Let me do some research on this. So I'm pulling up some documents about PSYOPs, and yeah, the Army is conducting cyber PSYOPs missions, and they even have in their own recruitment channel. Persuade, change, influence. That is the motto of the U.S. Army's Psychological Operations Regiment. Military operations do not always require lethal force on a battlefield. Military information support operations can employ non-lethal actions and messages to attain military objectives. Trained in persuasive techniques, PSYOP soldiers use their skills to change attitudes, behaviors, values, beliefs, and influence foreign audiences through executing actions and the delivery of messages utilizing a variety of techniques. Okay, well, this was all the motivation and we needed it. But, PSYOPs still sounds freaky to me. Obviously the word PSYOP, or psychological operation, uh, has a connotation that, that, that instantaneously gives you a negative perception. But no matter what you do in your daily life, you're being, you're being psyop in some capacity. It's whether, it's whether you choose or you're openly uh, absorbing it or you objectively uh, looking at it. So when it boils down to it, uh, you know, again, everybody's being told what, what to buy. They're being told what's true on, uh, via, via uh, broadcast networks or whatever source you, you get your information. So um, really, is it bad? No. If the, if the intent, if the intent is to, uh, strengthen a, a, a weakened, a weakened people and, and making them self-sustaining. Yeah. This, this, again, the, the word stop to me is it's cool, but it's more, it's much more than just a, a scary term. You know, if I tell someone to do psychological operations, they're going to think of a, a spook or whatever. Okay. Okay. Walk me through one while you're on. Okay. So, uh, there's this mission we were on, and we were sitting up on high on a hilltop. This was when Henry was deployed in Afghanistan, and he was in a Humvee and dressed like a typical soldier. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we had our, you know, full battle. They call it full battle rattle. You got your your kit on. You got your weapon. I got my gunner on top of the turret with his 240. I have uh, the it's called the NGLS loudspeaker. It's got uh, it's about. 
It's like a 24 inch by 24 inch box that sits on top of a Humvee. Uh, and basically it sits in the turret. So my gunner operates the, the, the speaker and rotates it uh, left and right to, to broadcast the message. The loudspeaker was playing just a recorded loop. Something like, if you see any terrorist activity, please report it to this phone number. And while they were broadcasting this message on the hilltop, something started to happening down in the town. There were some US soldiers on patrol down there, and near them some locals started arguing. There was a fence between the US soldiers and the locals, but the arguing started to grow. Shouting and chaos started to happening. And the infantry guys didn't know how to, t- how to take charge because they're not trained on that. Specifically, I mean, in many cases, they're they're not they're not trained to be uh, malleable with certain situations, and also they didn't have a loudspeaker. So we we saw no value in our in our position on the hilltop. So we we moved down to the to the to the uh, where the ruckus was going on because because a lot of times escalations can can go bad really quick. So if you if you don't have if you're not able to if you're not able to uh, calm it down you either need to leave quickly or or you know something bad's going to happen because right there when you're when you're sitting in a in a position and there's a crowd of people you you don't know any of these people they could have a suicide vest it could be all these different variables so the psyops teams wanted to take charge and call it a situation and henry is looking to see who's here you know this is a town so towns are small villages are small everybody knows everybody uh, typically, the guy that's the oldest. So he started looking, and Henry sees this old guy who looks calm and influenceful. We we had that cog speak through the, the the loudspeaker and had him speak to calm down everybody and say, "Hey, we're working on making the community better. Uh, you know, everybody, calm down." And this worked. The person Henry picked out to speak through the loudspeaker, this old man, was able to defuse the whole situation, and everybody calmed down. So, um, PSYOPs. So, huh. mission statement of PSYOP is to persuade, change, and influence the hearts and minds of foreign nationals to meet U.S. objectives. Influence. Influence. So, that part is still people to change their mind on. Yes, that's part of the intro. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. And after the break, John is going to talk about PSYOPs in a weapons cache. Okay, let's hear another cyber psyop mission. And this one is from John conducting while he was stationed in Iraq. So uh, it was, I believe, October 2008. And I had just moved from Baghdad, where we were getting blown up on a fairly regular basis, to central Iraq. So down in central Iraq, John wanted to find where terrorists were storing weapons, like bombs, rifles, etc., and through a PSYOP mission, he wanted to uncover the location of these weapons. Went to a map and pulled out, oh, this is just essentially, you know, you know the old school pen and, pen and paper. It's the only time I've ever actually done this. Sat down with a huge map sprawled out on the floor in the PSYOP headquarters and just put a pin for everywhere that we knew there was a historic cache site uh, where Americans had found a large number of bombs before. Uh, known... Uh, HVT's high-value targets, known bad guy locations, where did these guys sleep? 
uh, where did they live, and known uh, and known historic attack sites. So where had IEDs gone off previously in the area? Uh, from that data, there seemed to be a very obvious but uh, three kilometer by three kilometer cluster near a uh, a fairly a fairly small population center. Uh, so it looks, you know, it looks like a village. It looks like the town square for a village or something. Um, and so my team, um, for for reasons that are kind of rare, uh, my team ended up all on vacation at the same time. So even though I was the lowest man on the team, it was my team. Um, and so I, I decided that the mission that I was going to do was try to was try to execute this counter ID push. So I went out every day and uh, talked with every single local I could, made sure that anybody coming in and out heard a loudspeaker message as well, and then also uh, disseminated all sorts of different leaflets. This is why PSYOP often gets the derogatory term combat paperboy. Uh, the uh, the speaker, the loudspeaker, is that like coming out of your Jeep or something? And yes, in their language? Yes, yeah. So there's a, uh, there's a native linguist that works with PSYOP teams um, and is usually on the mission with us. And so we drive around and we have uh, we have loudspeakers that sit in the turret. Um, it's, it's more important that our, keeping our loudspeakers up is more important to a PSYOP team than keeping the main gun up. Uh, we're usually with tons of infantry. They have the guns. We're the only ones with the loudspeaker. Uh, and and uh, it's, I know it sounds silly, but honestly, we were... We were so effective that there were specific, there were specific orders to target the trucks with the loudspeakers. This IEDs are just as much, or they, they damage the population, they damage the civilians just as much as they damage us. These guys are not very accurate when they aim, um, so you're just as likely to get exploded as we are. Um, it also brings criminal elements into your city, which then, which then necessitates the increase in our presence. We don't want to be here. You don't want us here. We don't want to see explosions in your neighborhood. You don't want to see explosions in your neighborhood. Help us. Help us make sure there are no explosions in your neighborhood. Uh, report to this tips line number. So usually that's usually that's roughly how the message goes. So after this episode, when you're watching elections or reading stories through the media that are too good to be true, I hope with all this information when you see something on TV with a stunning image or anything too good to believe to be true, or, for example, how social media infects you on how you feel, stop. Stop from now on and double-check the source of the message. Is the message trying to provoke an emotion inside of you? Especially a negative emotion? That's a tactic of propaganda and a typically a psyop trick. Don't fall for it. Look behind it and try to see where the message is coming from. Was it designed to change, persuade and influence? You got new eyes and ears, use them wisely and don't get infected. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to send them in to podcast at cyberops.nl and that is podcast at cyber-ops.nl see you next time until then keep paving your path to perfection